0: To the One Life Podcast, where we talk about things from One Life Church, but ultimately things we think can relate to you and your one and only life. My name is Sarah Inman. I'm one of your co-hosts of the podcast. Um, I'm joined... Um I'm joined by Brett Nicholson, <laughs> I totally, it's not like I forgot your name, but I forgot the next word I wanted to say, and so my whole thing just got thrown off there, so.
1: Oh, okay. That just uh, happened. I think that's the first time it's ever happened, though, I, I, that yeah. I can recall. We're recording To the on point a different where day. I thought we were going to just, uh, no. we uh, no, I don't all stop. start. Once you, we you start, we go. We're yeah. in, so that way people know this yeah. is unedited, just. For the most part, uh, it's pretty raw. I don't do a whole lot of raw. tweaks. That's right, that's true. We do
0: some voice tweaks, but other than that, we don't cut a whole lot of things out, so. That's right, even that is going to remain. It is, yeah. But it's good Brett is uh, lead pastor and co-host of the podcast. And, um, we're joined today by Levaris Giles, and uh, we're going to have some conversation with Levaris, but always want to start out with, um, with Brett just kind of giving us an explanation of kind of what we're doing, why we're doing this, and just kind of the importance behind it.
1: Yeah, this is a series called Racism, Listening, and Learning. And we decided as a church we were going to encourage everybody out of Philippians 1-9. It says, I, I pray that your love will grow more and more knowledge and depth of insight. And uh, with all of the racial upheaval that's been going on, uh, we wanted to give people an opportunity a very practical way to do that, just to listen uh, to people of color, their experience, uh, people who have experienced racism. And what's really cool about Lavaris is he's also a police officer. That's how we met. Uh, we started having police officers officers come to our campuses in light of the other thing that's gone on in culture, uh, uh mass shootings. And mm-hmm. we were thinking about safety of our congregation. And so we have them at each of our campuses now. And LaVaris, happens to be one of those. And we were talking right after everything happened with George Floyd and he was so open and so approachable about it. And, uh, uh, we thought, man, he'd be a perfect guest to have, uh, to talk about both those issues, just being a person of color, but also being a police officer. And because that's now because of what's going on in Atlanta, that subject is raised to the um, uh, even higher profile, and so it'll be really neat to hear uh, your perspective, Lavaris. So, thank you very much for joining us. Oh, you're Appreciate welcome. It very much. So, well, can you start off by just kind of tell us a little bit about who you are and and uh, and what life has been like so far? Because you got some pretty cool stuff in there that people need to hear that we might talk about more than we talk about. <laughs> might, have, uh, racism might have two parts to this. I don't know. Uh, no, I know we may have far. to do that. that so, fun? but fire away. Tell them what's relevant.
2: Well, I'm Lavaris Giles. <clears throat> Um, I'm from uh, Benoit, Mississippi, small town in the Delta, probably about 2,000 people. Um, my graduating class was 17. 17 people, 17. all right. I, I, I probably was 17. <laughs> is that right? I, I, I probably, didn't want to ask where you fell in the rank, but you offered that, I you probably was 17, well, I, okay. I probably was the last one walking across, but right. my graduating class was 17. Um, um, didn't have high school sports. I played sports, of course. Right. So we didn't have high school sports my junior my up until my junior and senior year. So, so the school
1: itself did not have that. No. Okay, and then they and they introduced programs when yep. you're a junior.
2: Okay, and then we had a win in state basketball titles my junior senior year, first time ever playing.
1: And the first time they had a program, yeah, they won state. Yeah. Oh, good grief. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. you might be pretty yeah. good at this. Yeah.
2: And then we went to um, state in football my senior year, but we didn't win that. Um, track was pretty good for me, you know. My track, I did 100 and 200. My track time in 100 was a 10.3. My time in the 200 was a 20.4. So, okay. but if I had to do it all over again, I would pick track over football any day. Really? Oh, was that right? Okay, oh, okay. Because track is more individual, no? Sure, it's, yeah. You try, you can have a longer career. Football, yeah, it's, it's political.
1: It's political. It is. Well, don't, oh, no, I'm a big well, football fan, so don't let me down too is. much.
2: And you don't get
0: hit when you're playing track. right? Yeah, that's right.
1: That's you know, when, yeah, it's, and People you got, are trying it's, to knock you down
2: when yeah. you're playing football. Most most NFL teams or college team, they go for the like more in a, most NFL teams go for the Alabama kids or you know the LSU kids, the Auburn kids, Mississippi right. State. They don't know nothing about the small school kids or Jackson State University. So you got to work three times as hard. So when mm. you go into the camp anyway, you have to work harder than the guy that you're better than, that you know you're better than. But they already knew about this guy. And those coaches who coach in the NFL coach at the Alabamas and coached at those big colleges. So they already knew about these kids. So they don't know about you. You just got to work three times as hard. Okay. But <clears throat> as far as track goes, just hey, if you're fast, you're fast. And I was fast, but... Right. I just like the contact in football, so.
1: Oh, you did like the contact. Oh, I liked it, but (laughs)
2: God, you know, sometimes you gotta be like, yeah, your body can't take, my body can't take this. Mm. But like it, you were,
1: as, you're, as you're kind of going along, you're, really, you're kind of hinted at something there uh, with the NFL and everything. So you, you went from your school there in high school and then pick up your journey there. And <clears throat> had that. Went. So I
2: went from my high school t- up until – so I graduated high school. I signed with Alabama out of high school. So that was back when they had the Mike Shula, the Sparky Woods, and those good guys. So I signed with them out of high school but in mississippi your act score and your grades have to balance itself out to go to a four-year college right. so mine wasn't that good because you know i was a little the little class clown getting in trouble
1: <laughs> oh really okay uh, we yeah. hadn't heard that part yeah, yeah, any <laughs> okay. yeah
2: that's true so i had to go to junior college so i went to mississippi delta community college and that's in mississippi right so i graduated from there i went to jackson state university i left there early And I went, I got signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I was there when they had Fred Taylor and David Garrod and those guys. Right. Maurice Jones, Drew. Hmm. So I was there and they released me. So I ended up going to Canada. So I was in Canada, the Saints called me. So I ended up going to New Orleans with the Saints. And that's when I had Drew Brees and Reggie Bush. Wasn't a good guy though. (laughs) (laughs) No. home <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other thing that, that, that's right that will be another episode yeah, Randy Bush him? and Deuce McAllister and Deuce McAllister he's from Jackson, Mississippi so me and him was kind of close though so. oh, okay like yeah so yeah. I would go home you know sometimes sometime I ride home with him he ride home with me and so right well, and then they won Super Bowl 2010. So and you left
1: in 2009, right? Sure did. <laughs> <is.
2: laughs> <laughs> Perfect 2000,
1: timing. 2000. Well, no one in Indiana cares that they won the Super Bowl in 2010. Well, though. they uh, they yeah.
0: do because they yeah. beat the Colts in that Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 They, they don't yeah.
1: care in the sense of no one's celebrating that. So um, I still you got remember the that right onside
0: time. kick after halftime.
1: Oh my goodness! I, yeah, that I
2: can't was. They did that. I don't know. So, do Indiana have a football team? Oh <laughs> man! <laughs> Low blow blow. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna. We are a, gonna have to edit some things. <laughs> <laughs> do they have a football too? Uh, well, I don't know if they do uh, now or
1: not. Honestly, <laughs> I, I can't keep track. I, um,
0: uh, uh, also, sorry. I think your mic arm's falling. I oh. have some faulty yeah. equipment over here today, so I'm really struggling. I'm, I've got all kinds of things I'm screwed up here today, That's... so. So yeah. Make sure hear you.
2: <clears throat> so I left there and I moved to Evansville, Indiana. I moved here because my ex-wife, her sister, moved here, so she wanted to be close to her sister, so she moved here. And then I wasn't seeing my kids as much, and I got burned out with football, right? Because it's 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 pretty pretty tough sport. You pretty think, tough sport. Oh. Yeah,
1: I, I imagine that. Now you said something we were before we got started that uh, you, you get knocked out nearly oh. every day. <laughs> because that's I, something I didn't know. I know they I hit a, hard.
2: I was a running back, so every play either you're blocking someone if one of those big six, eight off defensive linemen come a lose, I mean, you got to block them, you know? And then some, during practice, they don't want you to cut block them because they don't want you to hurt someone that they're playing. They're they're paying, you know, 20, $30 million, <laughs> you know? So they don't want you to hurt right. someone. So you got, right. I'm, t- sometimes i would be like, come on, just calm down. Like, can you just come? There's no need to go this hard. <laughs> like there's no need, I'm telling you, like there's no need to do this, you know? <laughs> So either I'm running the ball and getting knocked out, or either somebody a linebacker's blissing, I got to pick him up, or you know, it's it's yeah, it's tough.
1: Well, I, I did hear a pro <clears> football <throat> player was say one time somebody asked him the difference between college and and, and pro, and and he said, well, college it's like getting hit by a Tonka truck, and and pro is like, like being 30. hit by a, a Mack truck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> and when you said knocked out nearly every day, yeah. I thought, "Wow, it's okay." That you, you, yeah, because those guys are really, really big.
2: Yeah, and they're and, not. And, and, they're not just like these are guys with muscles. You're thinking. Yeah. You're thinking somebody six, six, 40 pounds, but these are men with muscles. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> they, like they can run really yeah, fast. They can and run then, real fast, <laughs> and they will knock you out. <laughs> yeah so
0: you came to Evansville and um
2: how did you get in
0: to be a police officer like, so when you-
2: I got here to Evansville I was working at Toyota f- at first and so I was sitting there one day and I'm like oh, you know what it'd be really nice to be a police officer you know <laughs> so I put the application in I thought about it and I put the application in my mom and dad like why do you want to be a police officer they kill it and it was during the time when everybody everybody was like ambushing the cops and stuff like Why do you want to be a police officer? They're just killing people. You know, you always dealing, because we're dealing with people, like we're not getting a call from people who say, hey, I found a million dollars. Or, hey, here's a brand new car. (laughs) Hey, we're we're, we're going to calls where something, you know, pretty much is bad. You know, we respond to bad stuff. Mm -hmm. So we're not responding to something good.
1: Yeah, no so. one calls nine one one. Hey, I just wanted to let you know I yeah. have some good news, and i want no. the officers to come over. If they over, do,
2: then good. you pretty much you probably got to watch yourself. You probably <laughs> just set up. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. And if yeah, they do exactly. do that, that'll be nice, you yeah. know.
1: Yeah. Now so. I want us to. It, we'll, we'll come back to the police officer part, but we have been asking each person that's come <clears> on uh, to talk about their own personal history growing up and their experience of racism, just on a personal level. And uh, do you have? the story around that and, got, and uh, you remember that first time that was yeah. an issue got a lot okay
2: because yeah. i'm from mississippi okay so that does put it in context yeah. so the racism is it, it still goes on right now right well of course it goes on so my first time i could think was we there's a basketball court behind a church in mississippi and there's this big white house across the field and one night we were all just out there playing basketball in the basketball court, and we didn't know. So we just see this this big blaze cross, just like you know somebody set fires cross. So we just sitting, I think it's pretty cool. We and then you know you see your people out there with the with the sheets thing. Oh yeah, hmm. see the sheets on. So we didn't think nothing about it. We thought it was, all, it was just somebody just burning something. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. And I'm and my mom when I was in. I probably was eighth, ninth grade. My mom, she worked at this private outing club. It's across the levee, so she worked there, but you couldn't eat there. So it was a private outing club, but it was owned by white people. So when we would go pick up my mom from work, we just go down this hill, go around back, she walk out the door, we just sleep. But you can't go in there and eat. But you can work as a black. it's only it's like white people can only go in there and eat. But oh yeah, <clears throat> they still have it. Like you can go in there and work for them. If you're black, you can go in there and work. But if you're white, you can go in there and eat. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, used, yeah. we used to go pick my mom up. It would be late nights, probably like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. Me and my dad, my, my brothers and sisters, we will go across the levee to the outing club, pull it back there. She walks out, get in the car. They didn't treat her bad, but I thought, like, you know, why can't we eat in there if you work here?
1: Yeah. It, but you
2: have to be a member. Question. You have to be a member, too, you know? So that's how they sure. kind of kept us out here, you know, right. kept the black people out here anyway. Yeah. Like, we're not gonna let you be a member of this outing club because you're black. Like, we're not racist, but you're not coming in here. We're not you racist, but you're, yeah. not, but you're not but you're coming not in here. you're not coming here because you're a different color. Hmm. Yeah. So, <clears throat> when you're a kid, so you're seeing,
1: how old were you when the KKK thing happened?
2: Um, I think, we, I probably, I probably, let's see, because my grandma, I probably was 13, 14. But I you
1: think, viewed it as somebody's just burning stuff. Oh yeah,
2: we thought somebody was burning. Did you immediately
1: yeah. get coached that that wasn't true or did you figure that out later?
2: I figured it out later. Okay. Like even in my town now, there's a railroad. If you go to my my town is small, so there's a four way stop, there's always a four way stop, a gas station, that's it. And it's a railroad track that goes straight from my town to the next town. And you have your white people's on on the they're on the east side of the track and we're on the west side of the track. No, it's the other way around. We're on the east side, and they're on the west side of the track. And <clears throat> they just separate us like that. It's not like that, hmm. if you go over there, you're gonna get killed or shot, but it's just how they separate right.
1: us. Now, is it known that there are KKK members oh, on yeah. that other side? I mean, it's just kind of a known oh, yeah. thing in, in the in the culture. Is that true to this day?
2: It's, it's known that there are people over there like that, but yeah. <laughs> I got so many, because when, Another story is me and my ex-wife. We were driving to my mom's house one night, and that's when I was in college. And we're just driving on this back road, and this truck just come up behind us, and they start flicking the light, blowing that horn and stuff, saying "Get out of town, you n word this, this, and that." And I'm like, "What? What we gonna do?" We just she like just drive, just no. She was driving, and I told her just drive, just drive. And the next day I gotta go buy a gun. Probably next week because oh I'm thinking of something happened like how can I protect sure
1: yeah because you're just yeah, sitting there and I all you to do nothing. is drive
2: I didn't have nothing Good I didn't night. have no okay. nothing nothing right. so I ended up going to buy a gun just because of that
0: is, was that in <clears throat> Louisiana as well
2: it was in Mississippi Mississippi yeah I'm living in Mississippi and my I mean, it still goes on but it's like they're like try to hide it mm-hmm.
1: right okay. like they're
2: try to hide it until they get upset yeah. and then they make the racial remarks and all that stuff
1: now, how would you? Uh, so you're growing up with this, and you obviously fairly well adjusted, though. And you did sports, and and uh, even went in the NFL. I mean, how did you learn to navigate that? Did you become bitter about it? Did you just kind of ignore it? Did you? How did you process that in your in your mind?
2: Cause me, I'm I'm different. I'm I'm different. Everybody <laughs> tell you I'm different from everybody. Like I don't okay. like if you don't like someone because if you don't like me because I'm a different color, fine. I'm not gonna lose any sleep over that. You know? Yeah. If you don't like me because, you know, for whatever reason, it, I don't. It don't bother me. You can say whatever you want to say. I don't care. Right. Even as, even my job. I'm a police officer, of course. Even with my job now, people. Oh yeah, people say the. They try to say the worst thing, whatever they can, to get underneath your skin and make you do stuff that's. You know. That's not professional. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> but me, I, I just laugh and joke right along with them, and they get even more. They even get even madder because you know, you're not. Oh yeah, like people are like, man, how, how did you let them say that to you? You didn't even do it. I'm like, it don't bother me. Like mm. it, it do not bother me. It's just it's stupid.
1: Is that just because it's your your personality, or was there a time in your life and you kind of decided, okay, I could be really angry about this, or I could take it another way? Did you do you remember how that went?
2: <laughs> no, I mean, it just. I think it just. It probably took the time, it's just me, and my personality, okay. Because you were a
1: class clown, kind of. Oh, you did say that, okay. I
2: definitely was okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it just took a while. It probably would take a while because back then, you know, I probably would, you know, people say some of the stuff I hear now, and it's not just the white people, like the black police officers, we get it worse from the black people than we do from the white side,
1: really. <laughs> okay,
2: and yeah, it and it's crazy because they think that. Oh, you're one of us, so you need to let us get off. Or you're one of us, you're working for the white man, or you work your Uncle Tom, or your porch monkey, or your coon. Or I'm like, you just shot at somebody, you go to jail. Like, right? I mean, I give you, I in the breaks you want me to give you, and that's why you have like, because <clears throat> we have a lot of, because I worked at the schools and stuff like AI school, the bad school, so I knew most of those kids. So I wanted to go to you know, the inner city to work with those kids, try to talk to them. All those kids that I try to talk to about the gangs and I'm like, your buddy tried to do this gang life. He just got killed last week. What are you doing? The streets chose me. I'm like, the streets didn't never talk to me before. Hmm. Like the streets didn't choose like, hey, you want to be join this gang? No, you just need to change, break that cycle. Your buddy died and I'm telling you, a month or two later, they're dead. Wow. They're I'm, they're dead. I'm like, I'm like, all right. And he try to talk to another buddy, and they're and they're all kids who grew up together. Yeah, they're related probably, and they decide, oh well, he said something to me. He said something bad to my girl on Facebook. Boom, I'm gonna kill him. Then you kill this guy, you go to jail, and this girl will go find somebody else.
1: So and and so you've you've actually spent active time as a police officer oh, yeah. to try to uh, mm-hmm. try to work with yeah, uh, I, young kids that are, and and I'm sure some have heard you uh, yeah. or, and and listened to you and and uh, what's the what's the basic advice besides what you just shared that you typically try to get people to do is there a, like do you try to set them on a path of besides maybe not be a class clown you, I you, I try
2: to <laughs> and you know what and it's I try to but at the time like. If you get those kids, just me and or just you and that kid one on one, me and that kid one on one, she can be one on one with that kid. He will sit there and he'll listen. He'll be yes, ma'am, no, no, ma'am, I understand. But if you get him around his buddies and stuff, oh, he like F you, blah blah, blah this. Right. F the police, yeah. It's and then you know because they want to get they want to get feedback from their you sure. know from their. Little group that they hang yeah. out with.
1: And in some sense, we—I I know I was that way. I mean, I, I yeah. knew how to—I knew how to be polite to adults and everything else. But I want my peer my peer yeah. group was absolutely the controlling influence in my life <clears throat> in high school, uh, things like that. So we've been saying along as as we go along this that. Um, you you have a predominantly white audience right now. That yeah. is our church, and, oh, yeah. and that'll be changing. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, you they're not
2: it. like mean. I mean, they're like they right, come right. up and talk. Right. Not, yeah. Like, you know.
1: So, but I mean, just in general, as as, as you're watching kind of the racial upheavals go, what would be your coaching to to people who uh, in our audience on how they can uh, handle these kinds of issues? Is there any insight that you could have? How to have these conversations? How to make things better?
2: I. Uh, my I was just asked, you know, because I mean? when I was standing out there last Sunday, three white ladies come up to me and they say, "Hey, can I ask you a question?" Like, you know, right? I'm like, "Fine," you know, and and it's kind of it's uncomfortable, yeah. it's a weird topic, <laughs> you know, right? Because I'm talking to yeah. I'm a black man talking to you know three white women about race, so you want to be straight with them. But then you like don't wanna be too straight to where you're mean and you know. Mm-hmm. So that's why you wanna, it's a weird conversation cause you you, know, you wanna talk about it cause they don't know. But you don't wanna, you know, be mean about it. You don't wanna make them like, well, he got upset or he said this, so I'm not gonna talk to him. I'm not talking to black people no more, you know? Right. Ain't no black people have. My wife is white. A lot of black people have white friends they like white. People. I mean, I like white people. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, that yeah, sh- sure. sh- I mean everybody. Should, it shouldn't be a. It's so stupid to me now. It shouldn't right. be a thing to where I don't like you because you're white or black. Sure. It's so like you can be sent from heaven. You can be a white person sent from heaven for me, and give me everything I ever wanted in life. But I don't want it. I don't want you in my life because you're white. Right. And like I said last time, like if you turn off these lights in here and, there and it's dark, like you don't know who you're talking. You don't know no color. You don't see color. It's just black. It's just dark. Yeah. That's what everybody should do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> everybody should do it. Just get in the room, not with not with a bunch of crazy. Just get in there. And just <laughs> just get in there. Shut the light off. Everybody's it's black. You can't see. You can't see a color. Yeah. So you just talk to people, and you get to know people. and Then I might just fall in love. You know just fall in love with you and your conversation then the light come on and you're white i'm like oh i hate him now you know i don't want nothing to do with him right which is the dumbest i just i don't i <laughs> don't understand i don't understand it though i don't understand how you not like someone because they're a different color
0: i i want to ask too is because we talked a little bit about this before we started recording and um obviously uh, your perspective is yours and we're not trying to say that you're speaking for every police officer, you know, in the country, but you're, when you saw um, George Floyd, when mm-hmm. you saw that happen as a police officer, <clears throat> um, as a black man, what what's going through your head? I mean. Oh,
2: well, the George Floyd thing, the cop was wrong. He, ne- like, he put his knee on his guy's neck for eight minutes. And that's why I was saying, like, it's different from, like, all the other protests and all the other like officer involved killing and stuff because usually it's like, you know, something quick. One or two seconds and it's over with. But this one here is, like I said, it's different because you sit there and watch this guy kill this guy. So you sitting there watching this dude, watching this police officer put his knee on this guy's neck for eight minutes. <laughs> if you watch the video, like, man, you didn't want to get up. Like, you didn't think like, You know, maybe he's dying. You know.
1: Yeah, they didn't cross your mind. Yeah, especially when people around you are telling you that. They didn't cross
2: your mind, like, hey, can you get up off of him? Like he's dying. Like it's not right. Like just being a person, just you know, just being like a person, knowing like you're killing somebody else.
1: And you said something interesting to me too. We were talking about that uh, a few weeks ago. That that as police officer, even if you shoot someone. Your next response has to be: I yeah, got to go to work aid. on. Yeah, yeah. You, you, first aid. This yeah. is part of your training. You're supposed to. Um, you're not shooting them to kill them. You're mm-hmm. shooting them to incapacitate them yeah. so you can shut down the situation. That's but it. even if it is that, he had a responsibility to care for this guy's life.
2: When you're that, when you're when you're shooting or you're trying to <clears throat> you're trying to like eliminate like you're trying to take over the situation like you're not shooting really to like. Headshots. Nobody's shooting headshots to kill him. Like you want to stop the threat. When you see that he's done, you holster your gun or whatever, and you go over there, you become, you know, not a nurse or a doctor, but you you try to after this guy tried to kill you, which is crazy. After this guy's trying to kill you, you shoot him, and he's down on the ground, and you have to go help this guy. Yeah. And A lot of people don't know, like, as police, we're not just police officers. Like, we have to, we're like moms, fathers to those kids. We're like, you know, first aid, you know, we have to try to teach those kids stuff. So we're not just locking people up every time we look around. We have to go there and try to talk to them so you become a mentor. You know, so it's more than just being a police officer and putting handcuffs on somebody and taking them to jail. A lot of people don't know that. And a lot of people don't know, like, when you're dealing with people, like, like you don't notice. Like, I don't know. When I get a call, I just know what they told me. Like, hey, such and such is here. You know, get some good notes. Like, you don't know what you're walking into. Yeah. Like, you can walk in, You can walk up, and this guy, like, this guy knows his house way better than you. He knows the situation way better than you. You walk up, and if he want to kill you, he can kill you right there on the spot. Mm-hmm. He knows all these blind spots in his house. He knows... Like he knows everything, but you just walking up there, you know, trying to help you he just just kill you.
1: Yeah. And that that does kinda of get to I wanna dig a little deeper into that. Like what do you wish people on average knew about uh, being a police officer and the kind of things you deal with? We we know what we see on TV, we hear the news and that's kinda of it. Uh, but what do you and that kinda of gives some insight to it. That I, I never really thought of that myself of when I walk up to this house and I've been called I truly don't know what's going on. It's an unknown situation. Yeah. But uh, what are other things that you think that people just don't have any clue of what you, what you guys actually deal
2: with? Well, one thing people should understand is like, not all cops are bad cops. Just because I put their uniform on, there's no need to hate me. There's no need to dislike me. You know, right. I'm doing a job. People do it all the time. Like, you know, like I say, like F police this, this, and that. I'm like, you know, you're one of them. I'm like, I am a police officer, but I'm not, like, one of those. I'm not one of them, you know? Yeah. Like, you hate me because I put this uniform on. If I take this uniform off, can I talk to you then, you know? Yeah. Which don't make, I mean, I, and I guess, like, when one police officer do something that's bad, it can be it can be in China. It can be way, way in another. of, like, we all look bad, you know?
1: Exactly, yeah.
2: It's just a uniform. It's not like me and you are, like, You know, buddies, it's just, I'm a cop, you messed up, all of us look bad.
1: Yeah. you think there's things about the job that just uh, can somehow, can bring out the bad uh, for people? Because that's been, the the accusation has been, it seems like a culture, uh, that it may not be just a few bad apples, but there's there's a culture there that could be conducive to... I
2: mean, of course there's a few, there's a couple of like, there's a few bad apples. And... uh, you you just try to get, well, it's hard to get people done. Because when people are mad, they're upset and like this. Right now, you know, killing, you know, cops shooting people and the media put it out and boom, everybody hates you and all that. But there there are a couple of What's your questioning
1: <laughs> You hear that line, there's a few bad apples. Yeah. But some. Do you think there's things inside the culture of police department or maybe just the situations that they deal with that make it where maybe you go, you, I don't know how long you've been a police officer. We didn't say that. Four years. Four, Four years. years. So maybe in 10 years, it might get worse just because of the nature of the job or the nature of the culture or any of that. So it creates more bad apples, I guess. Uh, people are wondering about the culture of the police officers. It's 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 going to automatically produce something that's bad in the end.
2: Well, when you think of police, I mean, we're, you got people that, we're police officers. They hold us to the highest standard, but we're people just like everybody else. You have people, you know, that go home and people make mistakes. You know, people mess up. People get tired of dealing with the same thing and over and over and over again. They can't handle it. So then they, because nobody never knows. Like, you only see the bad part of everything. Nobody right. ever knows how many times you dealt with this person. Nobody, know, not saying anything that they do is right, but nobody never knows, like, the whole thing, you know? Yeah. They never know, like, this guy had been called on um, a thousand times, you know? He shot at us several times. So nobody knows the situation. So I'm not speaking for any police officer in particular. But people get upset, you know?
1: Yeah.
2: So when you get upset, everybody just don't pray. You know, everybody just don't say, hey, let's go talk about it. They just react, make a mistake, and then it's too late. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah.
0: Even in in your experience in in Evansville, um, being a police officer, I don't know, have there been any experiences where – I mean, you've talked about people yelling things. Like, does that happen frequently? Like, oh, it happened
2: all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it happened last night. <laughs>
0: <Really>? <laughs> but, Funny you should mention it. it. It's yeah. like, oh yeah. <clears throat> but
2: then last night it was kind of weird because we had a we had this big fight at the Van Park Apartments, and I show up on the first court there, and <laughs> it's weird because you got all these black people over fighting. It was four white people like upstairs, two white girls and two little white kids, and they up there like, oh, F-12, we don't, 12 is the police. I don't know why okay. they come, I don't know I how they come up that. with that. Yeah. Okay. So when they say F-12, y'all scared to get out y'all car, I don't, she was like, I don't F with, I don't F with y'all ends, I'm like, I got out, I said, but well, you don't take your little crazy stuff in the house. <laughs> What are you we're not even here for you. Like, we're trying to handle all this over here, and you're like, F this, F that. We don't F with y'all. And I'm like, you're, you're dumb. You sound dumb. Like We're here because people fighting. Somebody had a knife. Somebody had a hammer, and you out there talking about We're scared to get out of our cars because, you know, we're at this apartment. I'm like, nobody's scared. Like, there's no, y'all done fighting. Everybody's okay. Nobody hurt, bleeding. Y'all don't want to talk to us, so. We right. just sitting there, and she just goes all off and off. But people yell stuff like that all the time. I don't care. I mean, <clears throat> it's not my first time hearing it. It Won't be my last time hearing it.
1: Right. So. It's just a in, a in a in a sense, it's just a part of the job. You just yeah. uh, like and and if you and if you do struggle with that, maybe it's not the best job True. for you to have. Yeah, exactly. That, that's safe to say.
2: Yeah, it's part of the job. People try to get underneath your skin and make you do stuff that you know can get you in trouble, get a lawsuit. But if you take any of that stuff personal, you know, it's just a if you go in with this job and say, hey, it's just it's a job, you know. right? I'm here to do a job. You mess up. You go to jail. And I like talking to people. If I can help somebody instead of taking them to jail, or well, I can help somebody and they can say, hey, man, thank you, I'm fine with
1: that. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not
2: here just to lock you up because, hey, I just want to lock somebody yeah. up. Right. No, does that happen very often? It when does. You, you get, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so you do get to talk to people, and oh yeah, kind of de-escalate some things. Yeah,
2: I like to talk to
0: people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like
2: to talk to people. I that's met right. a, since I got this job, I met a lot of people, man. That's how I met you also. Yeah, that's job. that's true. That's right.
1: You're you're and you see a little bit of everything. That's one of the things that strikes me is that police officers do see a part of society that the normal average person never sees, oh, yeah. and you see it every day in every shift, pretty yeah. much. Uh, a little bit of everything has been my observation, and that and that adds to the challenge of it. You
2: know, we get to see a lot, man. You get to see, you know, dead bodies, people brains blown out. Sometimes, you know, stuff hit home with you. You know, you get to you right. get like, dang, like why? Because you deal with these people over and over and over again, like the domestic violence incidents and stuff. And you try to tell the lady or try to tell the guy, hey, y'all just need to separate. You know. You're scared of him. He's beating you. Why don't you leave? Like, we got help for you, right? And you deal with these people, man, over and over and over again, probably two, three years. And then you know what? You start to, you know, meet these people, kids, you know, be in relationships with them. And then, you know, three, four years later, she's dead and he, he mm-hmm. done killed himself and he killed her. And he like, man, I tried to tell her, like, I talk to these people all the time, so...
0: Do you, as, as a police officer, because I generally just don't know this, do you get training in, like, mediation-type things? I mean, being able to talk to people, or is that something just personal no. for you? Like, Because, I mean, obviously there's <clears throat> services for people, whether they take advantage of them or not, but, like, if you're there, I mean, is there any kind of training where you're like, hey, here's how you de-escalate something or even just kind of talk to someone? No. I mean,
2: yes and no. Like, they, we have class where they try to teach you how to, you know, you know, de-escalate stuff. You mm-hmm. know, especially when you're dealing with somebody like a mental disability. Even when you're doing, even when you're dealing with somebody who's racist, or because we know, like they, we wouldn't know all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And they teach you like just listen to them. You know, sit there and listen. Sometimes people just want you to listen to them. Yeah. So you just sit there and listen to them, and they're like, oh man, you know. If I had a guy last night, I had a guy last night, I had a guy last night. So he he hates black people. So we get a call back to his house last night. And like, I showed they give me a disregard. Like I, I just kept going. So I showed up at the house and these cars, all these cars just kept showing up. And like, Man, why is everybody here? You know, like, oh, he hate black people. So we want to see how he's going to talk to you. <laughs> people right? were coming to yeah, watch? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Again,
1: yeah. people don't understand <laughs> yeah. what police officers yeah. encounter, so okay. He's, we want
2: to see how he going to treat you. I'm like, okay, he can treat me. You can say whatever you want to say, so. We had one of our white police officers, he's knocking on the door, he's like, you know, knocking on the door. He didn't answer. But I want to talk to this guy, right? <laughs> so I open the screen door and I'm like, boom, 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 Beating on this door and I hear him in the back. He's like, get away from my house, blah, blah, blah. Like, we just want to talk to you. So I go in the house and stuff and you, know, you see all these tattoos and stuff, all that, you know, the, the little ass thing back or what they call it, oh the, the, the the racist stuff, all oh, like. So I go in there and talk to him, right, and he's like, Man, he said, man, I'm glad you came, man. He said, I love black people. <laughs> he, said, he, said, he, said, he said, I love black people, man. I'm glad you came, man, cause he's here. I can't stand these people right here, and I'm like, what's going on, buddy? You know, he get to talking and stuff. And he's like, never mind all my tattoos, man. <laughs> so, but, but he tell me, he tell me, you know, when he was locked up in jail, he had to pick, you know, choose a side, you know, did mm-hmm. he gonna right. go with the white people or he gonna go with the black people? So yeah. he went with the white people to protect themselves. So he get all these tattoos and stuff and you know, make it seem like he's one of the Aryan brothers. And when he get out of jail, he's not part. of it. He just had to go in there and protect himself. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, OK, man, see you later.
0: But you're hitting on a point, I think, too, um, even without saying it, like that it is really about relationship. Like being able to talk to someone. Yeah. Always makes someone feel like. They're valued. I mean, we see that obviously in church. I mean, yeah. the idea of someone coming in with any kind of hurt, a lot of times they just need someone to hear them mm-hmm. and listen to them and say, Hey, I see you. I hear you. Um, and I acknowledge you. And, and so that's kind of fascinating that, that, I mean, we don't hear a lot of those stories like from a, a police officer perspective of being able to just going in to someone who doesn't have a great, in, in a sense that you think they'll have a great opinion of you and you just talk to them like hey We're we can actually have a conversation. Yeah, um, that's important
1: and that won't make news No, uh, because no, 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 it's no, no. not it's not gonna be a headline because no, no one died. No one was shot. Yeah. There's none of that It was actually a conversation had we always have to remember that that typically what does make news is going to be bad Because oh, right. it's more dramatic yeah. and that's what we are interested in but then again, these things go on that people just don't see, oh, yeah. and uh, and we wish, and it probably goes on a whole lot more than we we realize too, because you don't want a, a situation to escalate any more than anybody else does. Nah. In, see, in your work, you want to go home at the end of a shift.
2: Nobody want to. We look at interviews; does it's all bad stuff. They yeah. don't want to post the good stuff because this is where we live, and nobody want to watch the good stuff. Yeah. And then even with that, me talking to this guy, and then. One of our other police officers, he was like, he said, man, because I, I told him, I was like, well, he had two machetes behind his counter. So every time they went to his house, he would go behind his counter. But I didn't know that. So I seen him back there. and I'm like, he was drinking his beer and stuff. I'm like, how many more beers you got? You going to go and finish those? But I was just trying to look and see what all he was doing back there. He had two machetes on the, on the bar stool right there. And I told those guys, like, next time y'all go there... You know, he had two machetes, and they were like, oh, that's why he run back there every time we try to talk to him. Oh, wow. <laughs> so he would run He would run behind the counter because he had two machetes there. So they went back. I think they went back later later last night and arrested this guy. Oh, okay. So.
1: And then he he was probably looking for you. Hey, where's my um, friend?
2: <laughs> the one he don't like. I don't like <laughs> y'all black <laughs> like people, but I like you. Yeah, i I'm, <laughs> oh <my laughs> like, like, hey, I'm black too, yeah. so
0: I mean, you know. Is that, would you say that's your favorite part of being a police officer? Like being able to have conversations with people? Oh yeah,
2: yeah, I like, Then that's what they say, like, man, you like messing with people. I'm like, (laughs) I, I just like talking to people. I like, you know, talking to people and good, genuine people. I like to have fun, you know, meet people. Like there's no need to go through life hating someone because it's stupid, like, There's no need to go through life hating someone because they're a different color, because they're male or female, because you know what I mean? It's it's the dumbest, it's the dumbest thing ever. Like it's it's just dumb to me, like. Right. I will not have a good time with you because you're a different race. Hmm. Or I will not, you know, enjoy you, Lena, because you're a different race. You know, my wife is white. I love her to the moon and back, but I ain't gonna break up with her because she's white. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna divorce another, her because she's you know right, because yeah. she's white. You know what I mean? Because yeah, sure. all this stuff going on, like, yeah, it's my wife. I mean, yeah. I, I'm gonna be with my wife. So yeah.
1: that could be everybody's takeaway. You know, you know, don't. Um, Love everybody because to not is is stupid. <laughs> it is. It, 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 is it. It's yeah, stupid. It, it really is. In the it's end, stupid. when you really think about it, the, like the whole it, it's, mm-hmm. it's 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 so tragic that it's such a problem. Because in the end, when you really take a look at it, it's a stupid thing. It uh, is, uh, and, and we're just being fools. But you know, the Bible says we are. So, and I don't it's not think surprising.
2: you know better than I do. I don't yeah. think God made a white person and a black person say it separating <laughs> yeah, like you just right. stay in your own lane you go over here you go over here maybe he did think, to them no, you know but I, I think it's I was,
1: just he loves variety you know there's more than one kind of tree more than one kind of there's more than one kind of everything uh, i think he loves variety and, and loves the unity of variety so
2: it just um, um it just yeah. it's, it's just it's just i don't i don't understand it
1: yeah that's right but you've helped us understand it so i really yeah, genuinely appreciate it
2: yeah and i'm
0: sitting here thinking i'm just genuinely glad one to know you but also to know that you're part of the people you know protecting and serving our community and and even our church um i remember we asked you to jump in on a video no problem ah. jumped in that was super fun actually because jason went and asked you and i'm like you went and just asked him he's like yeah he said no problem oh like, yeah the, like he was giving jason that ticket it was great um, oh yeah the <laughs> centered right, films. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, thank you so much for coming on. And, um, I just want to, I always want to ask towards the end, anything else that we didn't get to or ask of some of the questions that you wanted to highlight or anything else to share before we, we kind of wrap up.
2: Not really. It's my thing. I always tell everybody, you know, just shut the light off, you know, close your eyes and talk to them, hmm. you know, if yep. so you won't see a color in you know, everybody. You just see black. If you close your eyes, you see black. And either you like a person because of a great conversation or you just don't like a person because you just don't like them. Right. Not because, oh, it's a black person. Or, oh, it's a white person. So, no, I don't like you. Again, I, I just... I think it's the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> I do, man. I, I, I do. That ought to be the I final do. word on all this. Hey, it's, just, it's, it's right. It's just just stupid. just, to just to need me. that on a plaque it's somewhere. So stupid. To yeah.
1: Me. It, yeah. And it and it truly is. That's good stuff.
0: Also, Lavaris, I think you need to start a podcast or like a YouTube channel. I think you'd have a lot of fun with this. Oh yeah. Yeah. I ain't I got, got, I ain't got right. the voice is like it? you. Oh, no, you got <laughs> the voice. You got it. You got the personality. It'd be fun to just kind of see like I don't know some stories you share. I think that'd be really cool. So. We'll have to have you back, maybe. Uh, just do, that's right. do some more sharing. So, right. well, thank you again for joining us. Thank you for, yeah, just um, sharing and giving us uh, another perspective. Anything to close with, Brett?
1: Well, I, I just want to encourage everybody to keep tracking with these, and and Lavaris is a good example. And I know he doesn't speak for everyone, not all police officers, not, not all people of color. But uh, as we're walking through this in our community, it's important to know that guys like Lavaris are out there and. Uh, they are doing things in the community that we don't get to hear about but they're very important he's de-escalating things he's getting to know people he's encouraging people and that kind of stuff really does exist in our community and that gives us all hope so i think that's a good good takeaway besides racism is stupid that's it, it's it a final word on it it's
2: final fun <laughs> it's, it's great stuff that's it